Let's do it. Uh, two minutes. We're uh, two wor two minutes worth of audio, and this is about two different protective adaptations. All right, so you have a good idea of what's going to be spoken about. So here we go. Tres dos uno. Listen to a lecture from a biology class. So, we've been talking about how animals have developed different ways of surviving. And one way is from having developed special physical characteristics that help protect them from the dangers in their environment. These are known as protective adaptations. And there are two different kinds. Some animals have defensive adaptations. And that means they protect themselves by having body structures that make it hard for predators to get at them. And other animals have offensive adaptations body structures that keep predators away. All right, let's start with the turtle. It's a good example of an animal with a defensive adaptation. Uh, since you've probably all seen turtles, you already know that it has a hard shell that covers its back and vital organs. Its shell is its special physical characteristic. And it's so strong, it won't break or split open, making it very hard for a predator to get at it. The turtle also has a flexible neck, so it can pull its head down under its shell. Its legs can also fold up under the shell and provide more protection still. All right, but now let's talk about the porcupine. That's an animal that protects itself with an offensive adaptation by threatening a predator with physical harm. Um, in case you haven't seen a porcupine recently, just imagine an animal with a small body that is covered with thousands of long, sharp, needle-like quills. Those quills are its special physical characteristic. So whenever a predator gets too near, when it brushes against the porcupine, those sharp quills come loose and become embedded in the predator's skin. So predators know enough to stay away because they see the porcupine's threatening quills and they don't want to risk being hurt by them. Speaking of which, I literally, I don't know how I came across the video, but a cheetah was trying to attack a porcupine. And he did not give a damn about those quills. This guy's paws were completely blood soaked. And the porcupine just kept saying, you are so stupid. Keep getting my quills. Yeah, yeah, you're stupid. I just couldn't believe it. Like the pain. Oh, man. I'm like, cheetah, go home. Take your L, bro. Anyways, uh, yeah, just awful. Okay, so listen, she kind of jumped with the introduction. It's not that you have to do that, though. Two types of adaptations. You don't have to say a defense adaptation, which is uh, and, a, and an offensive. Don't do that. Just say she gives two adaptations, defensive, and then go into the example. Offensive, go into the example. Don't introduce them like she did, waste time, and then reintroduce them again. Keep that in mind, okay? It was exactly the same question, uh, very, very similar to what we had done before. So, <clears throat> okay, let's do it. Okay, so let's who's, go. Who's going first? Mario? Oh. Uh, hey, hey, hey. oh, no, no, Jesus, Jesus, it's your turn. Mario said, nah, fuck okay. that, you, your turn, Let's Jesus. Go. Let's go, they go, man, they go. Okay. Uh, what, what? 
Okay, okay, okay. What's this? What's this? Oh. Okay, so um, three, two, one, and go. So uh, the lecture talks about uh, two protective adaptation mechanisms consisting of physical characteristics. Uh, and these two adaptation mechanisms are the defensive and the offensive mechanisms. The defensive mechanism consists, uh, he, she gave an example of the defense mechanism, which is a body structure of the turtles consisting on the shelf. The shelf is a really strong uh, structure that keeps the vital organs away from predators to, to uh, so that it is difficult for them to uh, reach those those organisms or attack this this animal. And also, it, 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 the turtles have a, a flexible neck and that can go under the the shelf so he can protect himself. And the and the example for the offensive mechanism are are the Porcupines that have some sharp. No, man, I can't continue to describe it. Ay, 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 mira, mira. <laughs> ¿Qué pasa? I don't even understand. I, I, I couldn't even understand what I wrote yes. down. And I was so driven by my notes and not by the general structure that I wasn't looking to add the clock. So it was difficult, this one. It was difficult, this one. I but I, I just think you, you weren't doing too bad until, you know, you went into, okay, the first adaptation is a defensive one, and she gave an example of the turtle, which has a hard shell that covers its back and vital organs. It's so, so strong that it won't spread open, so it makes it hard for a predator to get it or to attack it. You stumbled over okay. that little to get it, to attack yeah. it. You didn't mention the flexible neck and the legs either. It did the porcupine you went into at 50 seconds. No, it, it was yeah. too late. It was too late. You spent yeah. too much time on those, what is it? The body it. structure. That's right. Protect themselves by having a body structure. This and there. You spent a lot of time there. If you had said the first adaptation she gave yeah. was defensive, and she talked about the exactly. There you go. I, yeah, I, I should have go stra uh, straight forward, like uh, directly to the to the example. That's right. Organs, not organisms. Organs, organs. I, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Shell, uh, not shelf. Shell, shell. Uh, wow. Shell, shell, right shell. on the back. Shell. You shell? said shelf. I said shelf. Where? Where? Shelves are, are a bagani. <laughs> no, when you said shelf, I said, oh, shit, we talking shelves now. Oh. So good. No Those problem. Around the, the protective gear of a gun, of, of, the, of, the, of the ammunition of her. Shelves. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, a shelf is normally when you have a shelf. Like, you know, you put something okay, okay. on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think of. Sure. A shell, but a shell, Mario, like you said, a shell of the of the bullet. It's a recovering of the ammunition of the of the, of the bullet. Uh -huh. Yep, correct though. That's right. So it's so it's shell. She, she. What was that? Shell. 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 S-H-E-L-L. Like the, the bullshit uh oil. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, the oil, the oil company that's just killing all huh? poor countries and shit because they just love oil. <laughs> killing the porcupines. Yeah, yeah, the porcupine. You need to get a chance to get into everything, you know? So, okay. 
All right. Hey, it's no problem. We know what to do. We know what to do. Give you a whole bunch of feedback right there. You got this. We'll do the next one. No problem. Now it's Mr. Vanegas' turn. Okay. When are you ready, man? Yes, sir. Ready when you are. Okay. So the lecturer is giving a talk on protective adaptations on animals, on how these, these different features work on them. Uh, Firstly, she talks about these defensive adaptations. Uh, as an example, she talks about the turtle. The turtle has like a really hard shell. It's like a, it's like a body armor that completely uh, is around all the, all the body of the turtle, covers the organs and protects it for the predators. As the, spread, as the predators can split the turtle in two, uh, the turtle is protected from them because also it has like flexible neck and the legs can go into the shell again. On the other hand, she talks about offensive adaptation and she gives the example of the porcupine. They call, they call the porcupine, although it's a really small animal, it has like thousands of small needles around them. So the predators are, are really aware of them and don't really try to harm them because they will be the ones that are harmed. By looking at the time, you were able to have that internal clock you didn't go over whatsoever. I would have to say the only thing is you need connectors. You need connectors to help you with the fillers. You okay. need connectors to help you with the fillers. So if you were what to- you would use right there? Well, no, no, no. It's just like overall because you kept, uh, 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 you need to slow it down. I wouldn't say slow it down, but you need to either take a breath, use a pause so that you mm -hmm. can connect the idea rather than going, uh, uh, and, uh, uh, and, uh, you see what I mean? It's just those. Yes. It's just those. You have to. Like you're penalized if you use the mumbling? No. What was that? I know. I know. As, are you penalized? Like if you use those mumbling expressions? Like, uh, a, no, but it disrupts mm. your flow and the flow is one of the criteria. Mm. Okay. You know, and so, hey, Seuss, you, you you really don't have that much of a problem. But Mario, like you gave a legitimate full throttle talk. And if there's one way and one thing, one little area that we could get a little bit better at, it's that specific one right there is just yes, sir. figuring out how you can just use some of those, you know. So, huh, not bad. That was good. That was good, Mr. Vanegas. Very good, Mr. Vanegas. Thank you. But we got to. We got to just get a little, yeah, we're, 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 let's see how it goes uh, from this way. So what we're going to do, we are going to listen to Bab motherfucking boons, baby. So here it goes. It says, two ways in which display behavior can help animals maintain group unity. And she's going to talk about baboons. So we already have a very good idea. So two minutes and 19 seconds of hell. Let's dive in. Tres, dos, uno. Listen to part of a lecture in a biology class. Okay, so many animals benefit from living in groups. It provides them with protection from predators and uh, with social companionship. So it's important for these animals to maintain their group's unity. They need ways to either avoid conflicts or, if they do occur, to resolve them peacefully. To help them achieve this, Many animals use what are called display behaviors. These are behaviors that are mostly for show, uh, symbolic behaviors that send a message to the other animals and help maintain their group's unity. 
One way is through the use of threatening display behaviors. Threatening display behaviors are used to communicate a warning, but they aren't meant to really harm other animals. Rather, they help animals avoid fights. Some monkeys, like baboons, for instance, frequently use threatening display behaviors. Like, well, let's say two baboons find some fruit and they both want it. One baboon, maybe the first baboon to see the fruit, might stare at the other one and make threatening noises, grunts, to let the other baboon know it wants the fruit. Because the other baboon understands the meaning of the stares and grunts, it can give up the fruit without a fight. And this behavior benefits the group by preventing conflict. But sometimes physical fights do occur, and animals need a way to reconcile afterwards, to make up, to ensure that everyone in the group continues to get along. In these cases, an animal might use friendly display behavior to restore group unity.、Um, let's return to the baboon example.、Uh, let's say the two baboons do end up getting into a physical fight over the fruit. After the conflict, the two animals need a way to resolve things. So what they do is approach each other while making friendly noises, and may even hug each other as if to say, "Everything's okay now. I'm not angry with you anymore." Now, through this display behavior, friendly noises or hugs, the baboons can make up, and the group can go back to normal. Not bad. All right, not too bad. Too bad. All right, gentlemen. This is the last one. Wow. All right, ready. Whoever is ready. <sighs> I think I'm not ready, but I think it's mine, so I have to take my shots. You know. Yeah. It's that time. You got two days, Mr. Vanegas. I know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Okay. So the lecturer is giving a talk about group unity. And how so animal display some behaviors to keep that unity in place.、Um, she talks mainly about the baboons, and she gives two examples of how these behaviors displays. The first one is the threatening ones.、Um, regarding the baboons,、uh, she says that sometimes the baboons、uh, do some kinds of symbolic actions,、uh, like warning them、um, for them to not, do, not do the actions. Uh, for example,、uh, she used the, the 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 she says that sometimes when one of them wants wants a fruit, the other ones will tend to show the, their teeth or to do some action to to say that they wanted to make some growing to make some sounds. So the other one will not approach them. The other kind of actions are the friendly ones. For example, when do when they do engage in a fight. After the fight for the unity of the group, they'll tend to approach each other, like making a sound like, "Hey, everything is okay, and I just want to be friends with you." Oh. 
You didn't have too much time at the end. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. That was better. The fillers were better. Listen, it comes down to the fillers now with you, Mario. Congratulations. Everything being, being calmer, man. Yep. Yep. That like that was that was well, yes. Now display behaviors. You didn't mention that. Not unity, but then you didn't even talk about the threatening display behavior or the, what was the second? The friendly. Friendly, the friendly, behavior, uh, the friendly behavior. behavior or friendly display behavior. Yeah. So I was just hoping you had said that, but you didn't. So just mm -hmm, the word mm -hmm. that you had missed out on. And again, the entire talk was about display behaviors too, not so much about group unity. Group unity was a part of it, but it wasn't the main topic. The main topic was display behaviors. That's the only thing. Yeah, it, it, it was the destination, not the not the main, not the, not the main topic. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Good job. Good job, Mario. That is the last hey. one. <clears throat> oh my God! Fantastic. Okay. Hey, Zeus, your turn, buddy. You're the last. You're the last. Hey, so let's let's go. Uh, Okay, so three, two, one, go. So the lecture, so the lecture is about um, display behavior which is a symbolic behavior animals use to maintain group unity, which benefits them to protect them, their communities from danger and to establish social companionship. She exemplifies these display behavior in two ways uh, by the same example of the baboons. In the first uh, example, there's a positive or, a, or a, threat, a, a threatening behavior Consisting on when two baboons approach a fruit, the same fruit, each one of them stare at each other and make noises that are uh, that uh, like they start grumbling to each other and make them they make the other one not trying to eat the same the same fruit and avoid conflict. The other example is of, of a behavior that makes them restore community uh, sense, uh, like no. Too much time on the examples. Uh, Introduction yeah, yeah. was amazing. Could have been too long. You took too long on the first too long on the first example. All right. Yeah. So the so the lecture gives an example of two baboons uh, to help avoid fights. So this threatening display, place. you know, it's like two baboons find fruit. The first baboon stares at the other one, makes noises and grunts to make the other baboon know that, mm -hmm. hey, uh, you better give this up. So yeah. it benefits the group by not by preventing a conflict. There you go. And so yeah. if you're able to sum that up very, very quickly, you got it. You got it overall, right? 